2: You're listening to the
3: Hawksby and Jacob's Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Max Rushton. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Now, for a hard-hitting sports station, you'll be surprised to hear we're going to be chatting to Bob Mortimer and Paul Whitehouse, who are both football fans. Yeah, uh, and Sooty. Sooty's yeah, on. Of yeah, And his handler, uh, yeah. Richard Cadell. They were on good form. Jim Rosenthal joined us. Legend of
4: broadcasting. Uh,
3: we had a bit of Croy for Binny. Yes. And... Uh, Paul th-
4: thinks it might be over as a feature... Well, wow. and um, you know, I guess it's his show, really.
3: That so, seems, you know, there that, we are. seems <laughs> that seems to be what the listeners are saying. Um, anyway, here it all is.
1: <laughs>
3: Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Max. Uh, yes. Have you noticed, Paul? Yeah. Uh, that Manchester United don't
4: start games particularly you know, well. I,
3: I haven't, but now you say it. <laughs> no, yeah,
4: I've got some many. I've got strong opinions on things, and I noticed that. I, I. I find a really early goal quite off putting. I sort of feel I'm not ready. I'm not ready until about the 10th minute. You That's hadn't sat down with your pie and your, and your coffee? I'm just not there. I'm just sort of watching, but I'm still doing a couple of other things. Yeah. I really think you haven't bedded in. On that I you think mean. it's sort of respectful for teams to wait until the 10th minute yeah. and then go for it.
3: Yeah, yeah um, obviously Leipzig didn't agree. No. Kevin Hatchard did say to us yesterday um, they would have seen that United are slow starters and they will look to make a lightning-fast start and score early. Well, blimey, was he right or was he right? I mean, yeah. we saw that, didn't we? Brilliant finish from Angelino.
4: So watching Angelino, and a great mm. cross as well, thinking he's a sort of left-back man City should buy, isn't he? <laughs> why do they let him? I mean, I'm sure well, he's there's he's, a reason he's only to be on loan, isn't he? He's on loan from City, but why... Yeah. But, they have an issue. You know, when everyone talks about Man City, and I'm talking to Jamie Jackson later, when anybody talks about City and they think, Well, where could they strengthen? Where could they improve? You know, Aguero's getting a bit old and, and you know, can Jays a step up to be that role, but they also say well, there's a problem at left back. Yeah. You've got some guy at Leipzig just bombing up and that scoring well, brilliant well, the goals. The thing
3: is with loans players become better they get more confidence they come back They hopefully do it for you because you know they're on your payroll mm. uh, but sometimes they don't sometimes you find players they go and do it for someone else and you don't want them back anyway because I suppose it, it makes you look like you were wrong in the first no, place as a coach true. now Travis Sinclair was on with Jim and Simon earlier on and it's interesting, just as Trevor left, you said great overhead kick, by the way. <laughs> and he said, Yes, I've heard you mention it before. It was. And you use Trevor as a as a as a footballing yardstick, Absolutely. which I think is interesting. But yeah. so do I. But you use him. You so have-
4: I I devised yeah the Sinclair Spectrum mm. which uh, is just a grading scale for all overhead kicks of which yeah. obviously Trevor Sinclair's is the best overhead kick of all time that's not a debate mm. that's 10 out of 10
3: Gareth Bale in the Champions where League where does Zlatan sit on the Zlatan's one in the friendly against England sit on well, the there's Sinclair there's some issues Spectrum. with the
4: Zlatan one it's,
3: okay, it's a long way he, out he kind and of it shins it he shins a it a bit of
4: a shin yeah there's no pace on the ball. The real I'm beauty like, of Saint yeah. is there's so much pace on that ball yeah. it, it, that it's, that's makes it much harder technically mm. to control.
2: Yeah, so so especially on, on the edge
4: of the 18 yard yeah, box, yeah. isn't it? Um, you know, and, and some people say, well, you know, Bales was in the Champions League final. Trevors was home to Barnsley, but still, it's the quality of the head kick. I'm not thinking about the moment. Bales yeah. probably gets a 9.2. Yeah. Ronaldo's, for Juventus as well, probably around that level. Yeah. Rooney's, only, Rooney's only gets about a six because it's a shin. If you've shinned it, you can't really get higher than it. No,
3: no, it's true because, you, yeah. you know, it's, it's a bit of luck involved. Mm. I always use Trevor for, um as a kind of, uh, maybe in the sort of Jared Bowen envelope, those players that you see, Andy Robinson, that, those players you see in the Championship or possibly below and you think, why is no one buying this bloke? I saw Trevor play, I can't remember what circumstances it was, but I saw Trevor play for Blackpool, Mm -hmm. and I thought, why is no one buying this bloke? (laughs) He's great. He (laughs) could easily do it in the Premier League, and it took ages, and he was being linked at this club and that club, and I thought, why has no one bite? And of course then, Jerry Francis stepped up and did and he proved that, that he got it absolutely right. He's
4: good but, for that. But I just think too. he's, you know,
3: as I said, you, I looked at Bowen, I I, we all did, you know, that doesn't make me a football expert. And how could you not look at Andy Robertson and think, at uh, Harlan, think, blimey, yeah, he's going to hes going to go on and, uh, and play in the Premier League. I
4: remember interviewing Trevor about... Um is, we're just going to review all the guests who are on oh, yeah. <laughs> Jim's show. That's what this show is now. Yeah. It's just a debrief of of, uh, of Jim's show and his guests. But no, when I, <coughs> I interviewed Trevor ages ago about when he came on in the World Cup, So you mm. remember it was O two, wasn't it? And yeah, um, who he came off at Owen Hargreaves injured himself or someone? I, I might have got that wrong. And he and when you chat to him about that moment being on the bench and coming on to play for England oh, yeah. and then just going through his mind think, don't let my country down he had a really good him and Danny Mills who we weren't expected to yeah, play in that exactly. tournament both had really good World Cups they did yeah, well done to them Yeah, wasn't enough though was it <laughs> sadly, what's sadly gone not. wrong with sadly England
3: 08717 yeah that's right um, now we want to get the listeners involved this mm. afternoon on, on this particular issue is I mean it's fair to say that Manchester United made a bad start last night not for the first time this season They behind the eight ball after about ten minutes it could have been four at half time couldn't it really the way things are going so um, just bad starts I mean whether that's in the, the sporting arena whether it was in a relationship whether it was in a first job whether it was meeting the in laws, but what, you know, those first few moments where, you know, just wondered, just that first couple of minutes of the game, if you like, uh, of the game of life, if yeah, you will. Absolutely. I've um, got a few. I've got a few. Oh, okay. i put it out on
4: Twitter. All right, uh, then Joe Good. says, I uh, had to introduce myself at a group interview. I stood up and smashed my head on the light that was <laughs> hanging over the table. Oh, no. Oh, that's a terror. I couldn't quite recover as it swung back and forth while I spoke. Um, uh, Luke, this Luke says, um, when I played boys' Sunday League football, our captain had to go off injured before the kickoff because the referee flicked the coin into his eye. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's really good. And Ian says I played for a team who had a friendly match where we brought on a fabulously untalented but very enthusiastic player as a salve at half time. He was so enthusiastic that he insisted on taking the kickoff himself, whereupon he trod on the ball, slipped, and ended up on his back. <laughs> That's good. That, that is a disaster. That's isn't great.
3: It? So, in life or in sport, I mean, you're talking about referees there. I remember once we had uh, somebody call us and say that uh, they did a Sunday morning game and the referee managed to lock himself in the dressing room. Oh, I think and you've they, told Yeah, this wanted story. to play it's the so game. Good. So, he did it from the dressing room window <laughs> and he watched it through a kind of small crack in the dressing room. He said he could see most of the pitch and he wanted to, they'd made the effort until, so until the locksmith turned out, <laughs> which was sometime sort of in the second half. wasn't a full, it wasn't like a bay no, window. It was one it? of those you yeah. normally get in a football <laughs> yeah. dress. One that kind of pulls down with a lever that's got the kind of wire in the glass. So you can't look through the glass, and so you're looking for a. Sl- and he did the whole game from there. You hear this I, really distant echoey whistle if yes, something happened I, I mean,
4: I've, you know, I very much enjoy referee stories, of which the best is it's well known. But the referee who refed in amateur Manchester leagues, who if it was raining, you don't know this one, he would, if it was raining, he'd park his car on the halfway line, and for a foul, he'd beep his horn and then indicate which way for oh, a free that's, kick. That's brilliant that and that's sensational. There was, I think, we did it because a referee forgot his whistle and used a harmonica, um, and as someone else said we didn't have a ref didn't have a whistle, so we used a tray and a wooden spoon
3: <laughs> as a whistle. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> we used to have a ref, the, the magic robot. He was about eighty. And he'd do the whole... I mean, probably it's been loads of these referees. Do the whole game from the centre circle. <laughs> giving
4: up
2: sides. Just by,
4: yeah,
3: do the whole game just from the almost stand in the centre circle and never move and just witness it all from there. And his
2: eyes weren't that great at that age either. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. This
3: Sunday at uh, ten past eight, uh, those of us who are fans of uh, Gone Fishing with Bob Morton and Paul Whitehouse got a Christmas special, an hour-long special. How oh, beautiful. Gone Christmas fishing. We're very pleased to say Bob and Paul join us now. Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Indeed, indeed. beautifully done, there, Paul. Uh, Bob, was it difficult? I mean, you've got the route you've gone down. You haven't gone with Gone Fishing Christmas Special. You haven't gone with. You've gone with Gone Christmas Fishing.
5: Yeah. (laughs)
6: Right, is, yeah,
3: that, yeah. is that strange? No, I, strange I just, I just, I mean, it's always a big. Is that a decision? Is that, is that a decision you don't make, or is that a decision you did? I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad
6: decision. I, I think, just wonder. I think
5: the if process. It's a bad was, thing. Was... It was Paul's idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think the process was. Uh, we've got to mention Christmas in the title. Yeah. And we just we stuck a pin in it, and it ended up in between. Chris, I don't know where did it end up. Gone. Go it lays its hat. That's its home.
3: <laughs> is there sleigh bells on the theme tune? I'd like to think there is.
5: There's a robin. Oh, that's good. Oh, there yeah. has to be. There has to we be. Got yeah. a,
4: we got a robin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right, yeah. Bob, I'm not a fishing expert. Is there a difference between Christmas fishing at Christmas and fishing any other time of the year?
6: <laughs> well, it's colder. It's, um, you enjoy your you enjoy your pie more, um, and there's, there's some species of fish you, c- you can't fish for at Christmas. Um, mm. I don't know what those species are, I just love me hooking. But, yeah.
3: um, <laughs> Paul, yeah, you do, of course.
5: Of Can I just say, Bob, your life's a very simple affair, isn't it? You, you just, <laughs> there's no real thought or preparation yeah. there, you just lob it in, yeah, well done. No, I, I tell you our target species, mm-hmm. which Nigel Butterway will know of. Oh yeah, of, of course. course, yeah, yeah. Is the the grayling, mm. the lady of the stream. How about that? Nice. Yeah, oh. and and the pike as well. They're they're two of the sort of most prominent winter fish. Yeah. Okay. Now, but, po- po- it's, it's beautiful where we go. We go we go up to the northeast to Bob's sort of early childhood haunts, and uh, what an astonishing place it is actually. Yeah. Just stunning. Really stunning.
3: You get you get home a fair bit, Bob. You go up for football a lot, so you're up you're up on T side a fair bit, aren't you?
6: Yes, I am. Yeah, I go for the football, so I'm missing it. So it was nice to get a chance, another excuse to go up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I enjoy the football very much. I'm a home and awayer mm. as often as I can.
3: Yeah, and. Um, a, a- Paul, you, you gave us uh, Julio Giordio many years ago. So we know you do a, a, a Newcastle accent. As, as, it appears to have both disappeared. Are they both gone at the same there?
4: time? Did they uh, did they both mutually agree to hang up at exactly the
3: same time? <laughs> they'd had enough. <laughs> Clearly, they <be> both just. <laughs> Just had enough, the pair of them. We'll try and he's... get them back. I was going to ask Paul whether he's ever perfected a T side accent because you know he's got he's got the, he's got the teacher there, isn't he? I wonder if he's uh, yeah, wonder he, if he's, if, if he's ever those. if he's ever worked on it a bit more the, the subtleties. While we're waiting for them, oh um, yeah, oh I think one of them is
4: uh, one of them's returned. I think it might be Bob's back. returned. Yeah, uh, Bob's Bob, up, are you with it? us?
6: Yes, I am. Uh, yeah. I, I walked past I walked past a horse and it went. Uh, <laughs> So that's an unusual incident. They
3: can it? they can interfere with signal. I Understand? <laughs> but, what kind of horse was it? Was it? I mean, uh, it depends on the kind of horse it is. The, the, the level of signal interference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a shire, so I am. I, I
6: have to get back on. Paul, you
5: did you also walk past the horse? Seconds, yeah, I dropped my signal drops out for two and I come back. and You're talking about a horse. Yeah, what, it's, what's
3: it's, going on? It's a horse signal interruption, and yeah. the and the shire is the yeah. one that really takes can take out <laughs> all your 3G. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, it. Guy, guy,
5: I, think he's, I think he's leapt up to 4G
3: now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was I was about to ask you, Paul, whether you've ever yeah. perfected the T side accent yeah. in Bob's company because you, you've you know you said well, you did Julio Giorgio all those years ago. I just wondered well, if. I, if it, uh,
5: I mean, I try and do an impersonation of Bob all the time. Oh, you know, well, you know, the Shire horse came along, Paul, and took out the three G. So, uh, it's not too bad. But while I was there, I didn't... I perfected my teeth. Do you know what? I had a little magical moment while Mm. we were up filming, because on our day off, I went to meet a mate of mine for a cup of coffee, who should be at the next table, Neil Warnock. Oh, aye, aye. Yeah, I took a surreptitious picture of him, because I thought he's probably likely to tell me in a Yorkshire way to go away, isn't it, if I ask for a selfie. <laughs> but he, he, luckily his wife and uh, son, I think, were there and they realised that I, you know, uh, that recognised me from the fishing show and he does like a bit of fishing, Oh Neil, apparently. What well, he gave you is that he's float for a few hours, which is a form of fishing that a yeah. <laughs> <I'm> master at.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, mate, we're, we're not inviting him to be unfaithful, but Bob, would you like to go fishing with, uh, with Neil Warnock? Would that be a, a dream come true?
6: Yeah, I'd like an afternoon with Neil. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, it's fascinating to every fan to get a bit of gossip in it. But oh, I bet yeah. he'd have a beautiful pie with him as well. He would. Yeah, I, I like the
5: idea. I like the I idea of like rev- reciprocate. Can I take Jose fishing then for <laughs> yeah. like a bit of pike fishing? Yeah.
6: I wonder what
3: Jose think, would be like at I wonder what it'd be like on the riverbank, whether he get antsy or whether he just... he probably like just to get away from it. I think he'd enjoy
5: well, he might, it. Might, he might go a bit zen on a <laughs> you know. But I'd want some gossip off him, because I bet he's got a tail. Oh, yeah. To tell, yeah tell
4: Paul, me, Paul, can you be a sort of defensive fisherman? I mean, like Jose, can he set his stall out?
5: <laughs> what, park the bus? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
4: <laughs> How do you do that? I mean, you
5: can literally park the bus by the river's edge, I suppose, with all your gear in it, can't you? A lot of... Carp fishermen do that. They've just, got yeah. so much
3: gear. Get an early fish I mean, and then
5: just Yeah, get an early fish. Sometimes.
3: And then just sit there and not catch any more. <laughs> Deliberately not <laughs> catch any more fish. Just say go on <laughs> then what you got? Back it's off.
5: Like, just worry that Bob's gonna catch three even though you're two 0 up at half time. <laughs> <laughs> I always
6: fish I always fish as one of them false number nines, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just not quite sure where I'm gonna go
3: next. <laughs> Now, Bob, the lovely thing about the all three series, and I know you're doing a fourth as well as the Christmas special, is that you've kept it to its original format. People, it has got a format. We love the format. We love the fact you fish, you go off, you find a nice place, quirky place to say, you cook something, you fall over, you have some great conversations. It's like spending half an hour in both your companies without the swearing. So it, it's, it's, uh, that's, and what I love about it is that it, you haven't changed it. I mean, it's always this thing in teles oh, how are we going to develop it? This, you know, don't develop it. No one wants to see it develop. I mean, so that's, that's, I think, a great thing about the series. Well, well, that's
5: what, we, that's what, oh, that's an interesting point. Bob, yeah. you
6: go. Go on. Go on, Bob. No, but I think that's what we thought, wasn't it, Paul, that we've watched enough shows where we've been disappointed when they've changed everything. So we just, um, We just ploughed on. And I I also think a big part of the show is the British countryside. Mm, yeah. I I don't think the countryside of, you know, wherever Slovenia would kind of resonate as much. You know, people wouldn't... uh,
5: I can so hear the howls of outrage it. from the
6: Slovenians. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: Our text board has gone wild. Oh, yeah, the s- Slovenian,
6: <laughs> Slovenian signal has gone
3: quiet. But that could be because <laughs> <laughs> somebody just walked in front of a horse. I don't know. It could be, uh, be why. But, yeah, Paul, I think that is it's true. Bob's right. It, it, it's a lovely looking one. We've said to you when you've been on before, it's beautifully shot. They do a great job, your team. And I think that, that sort of adds to it.
5: Yeah, they're getting a lot of praise, perhaps slightly too much praise. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Bob are the, the son and cane, you know, of this outfit. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, I mean, they're, they're, we are a little family. I know it sounds like a cliche, but we are. We're, you know, we're very conscious that, um, you know, we're making something that we all love and we treasure it. But they, you know, they do get some incredible shots of the countryside. And, and you're right, people, too many times, TV executives and people like that have ideas about what you should do with a program and move it on. And we we did a straw poll of an audience when we had uh, we were out doing a, something for the book, and um, the audience were unequivocal, weren't they, Bob? They said stay in yeah. Britain. We thought, well, fair enough. We might have a little look across the sea, but we'll come scurrying back pretty quick, even if we do, you know. And yeah. And it is a celebration of the countryside as much as anything. It's the it's our sort of rock, really. We know we're going to get a good performance from the countryside, even if me and Bob are correct.
4: <laughs> uh, Carwin
3: says, park the bass,
4: Mourinho. Park Very the bass, good. that's not, not so bad.
3: Yeah. <laughs> good stuff boys we're out of time it's always a pleasure we look forward to it 8 10 on uh, on Sunday evening uh, on BBC 2 Gone Christmas Fishing lovely to talk to you both have a great Christmas and we'll catch up with you in the new year The
2: Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast Mother's Day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Can you
3: explain what Cruyff or Binny is? I think that people know, but like you can, you, yeah, you know. Shoot in focus. Remember those? You used to ask the same questions of different footballers every week. Uh, we asked the. I asked Max uh, a couple of weeks ago the questions of on Johan Cruyff and Fred Binny, the former Brighton player, and it was Max's job to tell us who gave that answer. For example, favourite food: beef stroganoff. What would you have said, Croy for Binny? Here we go. Well, some of you are right, some of you're wrong. The answer was binny, although you might have thought because it was quite quite an exotic dish yeah. for for that sort of period in the late seventies. Um, it was Cruyff, but it was Binny who went for that. So that's the base. That's the whole that's crux the of the game works, That's it. That's yeah. the game. Yeah. So you bought us uh, Curry or Rice yesterday. Curry or Rice. Which which was really was Tony really Curry fun. and Pat Rice. I really enjoyed
4: the food angle yes, <laughs> there. So right. Oh, here we go. I really tried to. Uh, I really tried to develop a Cruyff or Binny. Alan between... Sausage of <laughs> Nicky Banger. No, Nicky d- Banger. No, I no. tried the former Bolton and Charlton defender in South Africa international, Mark Fish versus. Uh, Sir John Chippentale Chips Lindley Keswick, former <laughs> chairman of Arsenal. Yeah. So Fish or Chips. Yeah. Um, so I so I tried it and there's one question for Fish or Chips. Uh, who married Lady Sarah Ramsey, daughter of the 16th Earl of Dalhousie in 1966? <laughs> <laughs> was that Sir Chips Keswick or Mark Fish? I I,
3: I will, I'll stick my neck out and go for Sir Chips. It was, yeah. Okay. Um,
4: Mark wasn't born until six years later. I really did try hard. I'm, I'm spending too That's much time it, on it? this. That's not it? No, no. It, Fish and Chips was a failed attempt. Okay, but I just yeah. want to know the work that goes in to Croifull Binny. I am going to play uh, today the former Nottingham Forest winger, France Carr. Right? <laughs> Yeah. and uh uh, uh versus... Now, I did try to get in touch with Andre Baikie, right? Because there's, yeah. there's no Andre Baikie. So it's uh, France car versus the former Dutch midfielder, best known from for his time as Ipswich and West Brom, Romeo Zondervan, as we play car or van. Okay? It's God, car or van. Dude, what's, that? <laughs> what's
3: that smell? <laughs> We're playing into the Talksport heartlands here. As we yeah. know, you know, every advert God is for a van. Zond- there was <laughs> a great Alan Brazil clip once by the... Uh, uh, Romeo Zondervan came on the show. Oh, and, right. and Alan actually did say... Romeo, Romeo, where are you at the moment? <laughs> it's, it's kind of, he's starting to rewrite Shakespeare, oh, Alan. Beautiful. There. Yeah. So here we go.
4: It's a game of car or Zondervan. Yeah. Uh, right. Wow. No, so, okay. It's you know, really disappointed. You know, you've trusted me for ten minutes for your show, know, Paul, and you're go very on, disappointed. We'll, we'll get there. Okay. Um, uh, whose nickname is uh, Don't Have One? Is that, Ro- is that Z- Romeo Zondervan or is that France car?
3: That's the sort um I, i The sort of thing that Franz would have said I don't think he would have put his back into that as a, as a question wrote, uh, Franz Carr Incorrect Oh wow, oh, that's not right a good Sorry Franz cars, if you're uh, listening His
4: nickname was sh- uh, Shy Shy man was Shy, okay, car. fair enough right. we are. Yep. Not out of one, out of one. Is it, it, Are you playing badly because you don't like the uh, car
3: No, I like, no, okay, no I, like I, I'm like.
4: No, i sure it will grow on me Whose favourite current player is Glenn Hoddle
3: Because he's so skilful Is that car or van? Oh, well, you know, I, I couldn't disagree with that. One of my heroes, so mm. um, they, either any of them could have said that. I mean, Pelé could have said that, okay, could be honest. I agree with Cruyff you. Cruyff did say that. Um, I'd say Franz Carr. Uh, that was Franz Carr, yeah. yeah. The Romeo's on advance
4: was Johan Cruyff. Nice nod to the man who created the game. Oh, Cruyff great, or Binney. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Um, whose superstition uh, is uh, making sure I'm not last onto the pitch?
3: Is that Carr or... Van I'm trying to think um, who would be the make sure you're not last on the pitch. Um, I'd say that was uh, that was Romeo Zondervan. Van, oh, that's Franz ah. Van oh, didn't have any
4: superstitions. Okay, uh, we are.
3: Whose favorite musician uh, is Lionel Richie? Is uh. that car or van? Who's the soul? Yeah. Who's the soul, fan? Um, so sort of, what do you think that is? Yes. Soul. I think I don't know. I th- it could be either of them. Could I mean, be that's the beauty. Of the yeah, game. that's the thing. Yeah. Okay, have a go at home, listeners. Okay, well I'll agree with you. I'll go Romeo's on the Correct. Oh, well Prince done. Carr preferred Luther Vandross. Oh, we both so, both you know, fine. Exciting. I'd probably go Luther Vandross or Richie. Who do you prefer? Gun to Mad. Well, I'd go with Luther Vandross. Oh, okay, fine, Genius. Yeah. All right. Is he a genius? Not. Well, he was. Yeah, okay, fine. sadly, two um, different stories, as Alan would say. Um, keep, keep going. Biggest influence?
4: You're racing me through this. One, oh yes, me. no, it's okay. I'm not. Um, get on with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Um, my uh, who is the biggest? whose biggest influence was my parents for all their support
3: throughout my career. Um, wow. wow! Again, that's that's such a. I mean, you know, either men's parents, I'm sure, would have had a huge influence. Um, Romeo, I'll go for no better reason than uh, I'm guessing. Yeah A uh, Romeo Zondervan Yeah uh,
4: about France that? Car France Car's is with...
3: my old school teacher Steve Doane. So there we are
4: Okay have uh, been hard if, if I'd refused to carry on the show Until you'd got who France Car's influence was <laughs> We've been quite a while <laughs> Could have been here a while Who is driving a Ford Cortina Is that France oh, Car shy, or Romeo Zondervan I've a Ford Cortina Does Car drive a Cortina
3: who had the... Whose car was a Cortina? Mm, um, mm, I think it was... I imagine Romeo might have driven something a touch more exotic. Um, uh, I'd go... Franz car was driving the Cortina.
4: <sighs> Romeo Zondervan was in a Cortina?
3: Was he really? Fra- I mean, that's... I mean, Sierra might have gone for. I wouldn't have thought the Cortina... It might have been the end of the Cortina. Franz car's car is a Ford Cortina 2.0 G. So they were, they were so- both driving... Well... Gia? fully loaded. Oh, then? I don't, nice. I don't know what that means. Oh, that's, 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 that's well, it's Do, not. It's not. It's is not a souped up, Cortina. No, it's not. Uh, uh, the gear normally, gear. It was called. I think it oh, was. Right. It may have had padded armrests. Oh, okay. I think it may have been okay, a bit no, more. Fine, oh, yeah. Not. Okay.
4: Who's married to Marlene? Carl
3: Van. <laughs> <laughs> Boise. Oh, uh,
4: Boise. No, you can't have Boise. I'm afraid.
3: Marlene. Mar- uh, <laughs> Romeo. Correct. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, whose middle name is Eugene? <laughs> Is that car or van? Okay. Um, I, uh, Franz. I'm going to go. Franz was a you. Franz Eugene no, Carr. No, no. It's uh,
4: Romeo Eugene Zondervan, Franz Alexander car. Ah. Stu says, I swear I can hear One, Andy roll his four, eyes five, five, six, every time six, seven, you play Cry for Binny. Here we go. There's two left. Who was born in. Paramaribo on the island of Suriname is that Romeo Zondervan or France Carr? car or van uh, well, that,
3: uh, yes there's the g- big Dutch links to Suriname hence um, Rude Hullet I'd say Romeo Zondervan uh, correct France Carr was yeah, born yeah, in yeah. Preston yeah okay, <laughs> okay.
4: Uh, <laughs> fantastic <laughs> whose favourite act finally finally um, impossibly the last ever Cruyff or Binny. whose favourite actress is Bo Derrick?
3: Uh, Bo Derek. Yeah. Who yeah. like Bo, Bo Derek? Then. Who Bo Derek? When 10 came to, out. I had to, boo, I had to Google. <laughs> that's a, to, you had, had to
4: boo her. <laughs> what are you booing <laughs> Bo Derek <laughs> no, for? I had to Google. I just rescued myself from uh, uh But
3: I had to Google Bo Derek. Oh, she was oh, uh, in before film 10.
4: Adam Faith years, the, I guess. The, the,
3: uh, what Glenn would call the Cornrow situation. Um, I'd say... Um, Robin. I go uh, Romeo. I know Romeo. Prefer
4: Joan Collins.
3: Aye, aye. Francis. Two, uh, three, four. A, I only a, got four out of six. A Bo
4: Derrick fan. Four. That out was.
3: You going get four out of ten? I think I got four out of ten there. Yeah. I, I stopped th- counting. Six wrong. Uh, so uh, I really what's... just play for the joy of it these days. Okay. What, what's the time? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think we can call it now, can't <laughs> we? Well, we all agreed. I Everybody
4: agreed. I, I spent hours trying to find a Craig short <laughs> Q and A because I had a Shane long one, and I wanted to yeah. play long or short. I also looked at. Um, I was looking up Charlie Hurley, the sweet, the Sunderland legend, because I'd found a Craig, Craig Burley Burley one. And Hurley one. Charlie and, yeah, Hurley, that
3: would have been good, wouldn't it? But it was just took two. What about much time? Nicky Banger and Alan Mash? <laughs> Alan Mash, the old Huddersfield Centre I'd really <laughs> I'd prefer Charlie Sausage. <laughs> Charlie Sausage would have been. So there we are, two thirteen, we've called it. Um I, well I don't know, it might be back. Tomorrow I, I'd something slightly oh, different yeah, for know. you. But, but I think before you uh kill it, Paul, oh, before yeah. you kill it, i you know,
4: just a few t- 8 eight ten eighty nine, should we continue or not? Because, like, you know, don't ask them; they're going to say no. Well, they got any sense? You don't know. I mean, do you? I'm prepared to vote myself. Well, I
3: know you are, <laughs> yeah. but I don't be. I don't want to be the one who is responsible for killing Croy for I feel like I feel like, um, I feel like Frankenstein. I feel <laughs> like I've, I've kind of created something. I've created this beast, and, listen, and, and now I want to hey, kill it. If you want to keep on it, if if Paul does
4: kill it, See you on the ice. There are definitely two shows <laughs> that I can think of that will be playing Croy for Binny for the rest of time. One is on a Saturday morning. <laughs> one is on a Sunday morning. They are
3: both on talks. Well, sport. look, much like um, picking up the city. Franchise, which we'll be discussing
2: later. You can pick up the Cruyff or Benny <laughs> franchise for a small fee. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport.
3: Jim Rosenthal has joined us in the studio. He was glad he put a jumper on. Jim, we keep the studio <laughs> quite cold. I see. I yeah see. you like that or not is that what you tend to well, do when was, you're working i was
7: halfway through a story and this is a heavy name drop to start off no, not right. that at all. i was doing did a show at, a, at a hbo studios in new york once mm. and this guy came up to me and he said jim how do you like your studio and i said i'm really sorry i don't quite know, know what you mean <laughs> and he said uh temperature and uh, wow. i said this is lovely and he said you like it icy like letterman yeah, God, that'll do. That's that'll right. Do.
3: Apparently, mm. if you go and watch a letterman recording, it's like going to watch an
7: ice yeah. hockey match. Mm. Yeah. You and, really. And
3: Jim and Simon leave it quite warm. I'm not saying either
4: <laughs> they way. They do. It's do quite they? warm when we come in, yeah. yeah Nothing they, they, they worse they than like, that, is oh, it, really? I'm very
7: happy with this temperature, although I did have a lunch <laughs> outdoors yesterday. Oh, dear, and oh, oh, I wow. think... It is the coldest meal I've no ever, outdoor heaters, ever, Jim? Just ever had. It the heat is pathetic on a, ti- <laughs> on a timer, kept going off. Oh, it's no good, <laughs> is it? it, was, it was, and the feet were yeah. bad, in bad shape. So, blow the environment. Keep those timers. <laughs> never mind the timers. Um, so,
3: Jim, you're going to tell us about the SJA uh, Awards happening yeah, tomorrow. The,
7: the Sports Journalist Association uh, <clears> British <throat> Sports Awards. Normally, around this time of year, about to, three to five hundred of us gather not too far away from here at the Tower of London and, and, and yeah. hand these things out. And it's always a very, very good long lunch of course couldn't do it this year and um, a guy called David Walker from the SJA had the idea why don't we do it virtually and um, great idea that involved a huge amount of work I would yeah. have to say but it has come out okay and uh, tomorrow afternoon at 2 BritishSportsAwards.co.uk you can see our finished product.
3: Is, is there a shortlist in the in the main categories, Jim? Is that how it works, or well, just it's all the
7: done. It's all done, really. Yes, it's, and mm. and um, they had obviously there's, there's your top threes and things like that. Yeah. But it's all and and all the, the uh SGA members have, have voted right. for their sportsman and sportswoman of the year. And we've also put in one or two other things as well. Where me and uh, and Sir Michael Parkinson got very self indulgent and and chewed through. Um, the last uh, the last seventy one years of sport because these things wow. started in nineteen forty nine and <throat> we picked that our own. That must have
3: been fun though. With P- Parky to do that. Let
7: me tell you. Um, and we had to do it in in my front room <clears throat> in a leafy wow. Berkshire. And I was sitting there looking at him, and I thought, this is this is a dream come true for me. Pro- yeah. Proper hero worship. And let me tell you, once once uh, it was Q Michael. He was he was sharp. He was sharp yeah. and, and came up and and great memories of george best and fred truman who he actually faced as well john charles and people like that so, so, Ali, I so guess he as was well, well yeah, it's got to be british it's got to be sadly right. otherwise we'd still be on yeah
6: and
4: quite often with these <clears> awards do you know it's either you know they sort of ship in the winner for like two minutes yeah. and then they ship them <clears> out again <clears <clears but obviously um it's all on Zoom, right? So they can't, you know, there's a video saying they couldn't be with us tonight. But as we've found in lockdown, a lot of sports people were around and they couldn't say, sorry, I can't do it, because we knew they were locked down and they Sure, they no, so- Well, I, th-
7: I think you're right, Max, and it's made out... People look at it and say, why the hell didn't we think of that before? Why, yeah. why didn't we think of interviewing people at home on their computers on, on Zoom as opposed to trains and boats and planes to get you on a stage for, for, for a couple of minutes? Yeah. Um, but we have we have got f- um, face-to-face, socially distancing, of course, to, to, to a couple of 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 the big winners as well. And um it it's good and we got we got great contributions. Marcus Rashford's award mm. has already been mentioned and there's a lovely line in there about about who he wants to play for, et cetera, et cetera. Which clubs, mm. just to tease everyone one out there. Um then we got to got to see Lou Macari, who's got a special uh, a special award for all the work he's done with the homeless in Yeah, in it's so, amazing the Absolutely done, yeah. phenomenal and and people who have seen it have got quite emotional Watching that as well, seeing seeing what Lou has done. After reading an article in the Stoke Sentinel, would you believe in 2016 where they pinpointed the homeless around Stoke, and mm. he's done done fantastic work up
3: there. So people can you say people can watch it tomorrow? Yeah?
7: Absolutely, absolutely. I think it's be there for a while as well. You'd watch it from tomorrow. Okay. At two o'clock, and then and then keep yeah, keep an eye on things. And hopefully, word of mouth like you two guys oh. are doing here, and appreciate you know appreciate the chance to to spread the word and there's some very i say some of the biggest names in sport are there brilliant trust me
3: um have you been virtually broadcasting during this sort of period jim have you been doing bits and pieces
7: uh, bits and pieces probably sums it up yeah and yeah. um, we, we actually again broadcasting from home is second nature now isn't it and yeah i've got, I've got a bit, bit of equipment that i can that i can broadcast around i've got a little bit of the old um Prime Video coming up, Amazon Prime with a couple of games of them, oh, again, which That's is uh, right. which 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 will be nice. Um, not going to Tottenham this time, but there you go. <laughs> I, I, and um, yeah, so so, but I th- I think certain. It, the broadcasting fraternity and everyone involved in it, I really feel sorry for a lot of people. I've, don't worry about me, I'm fine. But, mm. but people whose incomes were just turned off completely. Yeah. Yeah. It's a massive freelance market, as as, as we all know. Mm. And it's been absolutely brutal. Absolutely yeah, of brutal. Course. Yeah. You do wonder
3: if people have kind of, maybe people who just died out, wandered away from the industry. Maybe. But you were making the point earlier on, uh, Max, we haven't talked about this, that all the FA Cup games are going to be available on, on, on various platforms, some on telly, some not. So, it, it, you make that point that, come maybe we get to that stage where, with all the Premier League games on, whether and I follow, yeah. every game, effectively, mm. is available to watch somewhere. Yeah,
4: it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, because as a Cambridge fan who doesn't get to go, I've found it brilliant, and I found, I've gone like a tenner, brilliant, so, and actually, I've watched more Cambridge games this season than for years, because mm. I play on a Saturday, and I'm working, and I can't get back, and so... For me, it's a great thing and I'd love it to continue. And I know there's a fear about, you know, that, that sort of three o'clock on a Saturday, if there's a Premier League game on, will that cut attendances? I just wonder now, every Premier League game is on, every EFL game you can find it somehow, FA Cup third round, that when it all goes back to normal, will it continue or not? And I can't work out if that's a good or a bad thing.
7: I, I don't think it will continue totally in, in its present form. but um, And I think people is a theory of mine are going to take a little bit of time before they're comfortable going back to football matches mm. it's all really saying you can go I think it's going to take a little while although the, although we've all missed it and all missed the fans for families and I've spoken to quite a few people, I wouldn't go to a game even if I got got I wouldn't go to a game I think that's going to take a little bit yeah. of time a little bit of time you know, take the to, roll to, to, out of the vaccine head,
3: to, head it, it certainly isn't it and then people will feel hopefully more yeah. comfortable I mean they think they're hoping for the Euros next summer will be more or less back to, to foolish
7: crowds yeah so we' are talking July yeah, you, yeah yeah i I would think that's that, that's that's not totally un- unrealistic we mm. would we would hope so, but of course none of us would have this time last year predicted what what the heck we we had no. to, had to contend <laughs> with this year as well and uh, I did a, I, funny i did. I did the game for for prime at uh, at Selhurst Park a few weeks ago, completely empty and it's quite eerie when you broadcast it. Yeah. Mm. You, you hear yourself and one of the banes as you guys were know of broadcasting al fresco as it were is the the speakers that deafen you out and you think yeah you think you're not going to have any trouble at Selhurst Park with not a crowd in. 29 minutes past two we're on at 2.30, this massive speaker starts blasting techno music <laughs> in, in, in my ear and I say, what's going on? There's no crowd, there's no crowd. And then the message came back, we have to do it for the players. Oh, really? Get them get them pumped up. I it's like the PA The Tannoy man,
4: um, the PA announcers that are still all at, you know, the time of the, the goal scorer, you know, yes, numbers, number right. nine, Harry Kane. <laughs> Who are you telling that to? Yeah. Surely he knows. Well, he he's is. got a job. You are not want to him out of a job. That's our mate, Pete, isn't, it, isn't yeah,
7: He's the voice on the PA there. I have to keep them in employment, but it remains for me of football we're talking here a very, very different and strange game without without crowds in. Mm. And uh, I watched a bit of Manchester United last night and you could hear you could hear every every word and a couple of words that Marcus Rashford said yeah. that he probably shouldn't have done. But uh, So
4: what are your what's your take on um, commentators apologising every time I in hate some it. agricultural <clears throat> language. I hate
7: it if I'm honest. I, I, I and I think anybody who has played sport at uh, at any level realises that in the heat of the moment a couple of things Mm. get said and um, especially I mean in boxing another sport that I've done you poke a microphone in the corner between rounds I'm not being funny what do you expect yeah of course what do you expect and are people really watching it oh dear yeah. Shouldn't really have said Seven o'clock that. at night I'm right I'm right to 20 of, of that one. Right of so, points of view. Yeah. But I think, I think it, it's way over the top. But it's, it's not the only thing. It's at the back of a lot of programs, you know, if you've been affected. And it's, it's just the world that, that we're living in. But, yeah. I, but I find I'm, I'm with you on that, the, the, the continues. And, and it's, on, it's on the commentators. They have to do it. Mm. Sure. I think a, a lot of them are sort of reluctantly. But do you think so. that's
4: more annoying for the commentator or when Dave Jones or, you know, Laura or Kelly have to go you know, when they're doing. Tomorrow, we've got Tottenham v Man United. We've got Man, United, we've got Man City versus West Brom. Yeah. And on Sky 1, five series of, uh, yeah. you know, Aladdin's cave or something. Well, so yeah. I think, they,
7: well it is, the job. As, as, it as is you, the job, as you, you well know. I'll, ta- yeah. I'll take, it as, I'll as take you, it. as you well know, you've got to promote the product. Yeah, that's we've true. all
3: been guilty yeah. of that, don't yeah. worry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be talking about that at four in drive <laughs> with Adrian Durham and Darren Goff. Um, Jim, just remind us of that, that website. Yes, it is
7: the British Sports Awards .co.uk and I hate to say this but um, you're going to be in competition with it tomorrow afternoon from oh, two we are. but I'm sure you're loyal this watch it after us we'll watch listen it. to you yeah. and perhaps flick an eye on it yeah. you, okay. you, you, Paul, you Paul can do the know. show
3: and I'll commentate on yeah. that you can watch it you watch, watch it and, it, and tell yeah. me what it's like I'm sure it will be good thank you Jim love oh, to see always you. a pleasure love to see to you best of luck with the show Jim Rosenthal there sooty joins us of course yeah
1: they said they said
3: you'd never get them back to back. But at last we have. Well, that, yeah, that's what a fifty double. quid you owe me. <laughs> I told exactly you right. I would deliver. Right. Rosenthal well, and no. <laughs> Thailand, break, The
4: breaking news is that City's been drafted in to host the uh, the uh, S J Awards. I that's think, well. oh, okay. Wow! Okay, well, yeah. I, I knew so, I, I
7: knew the down, end. Like I knew the end would come. sometime. <laughs> like 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 I didn't, and Ivanovic, I didn't think Sooty would deliver it, but <laughs> there you he go. Looks good in a bow tie.
2: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport.
3: Everybody. Clap along. Not if you're driving, obviously. We don't that problem. Now, that was the music I grew up with watching Sooty. Right. Uh, That was the original uh, theme. Um, But, of course, it's changed a lot over the years. Um, It's been updated. But Sooty, he's as popular as ever. Still working. 60-odd years in the business. Looks good for it, doesn't he? Man and boy. Mm. Young bear, old bear. Um, joining us now, um, Richard Cadell, who uh, is certainly uh, his great friend and who uh, tours with him and and uh, works with him these days. Good afternoon, Richard. Good
0: afternoon, guys. Yeah, I'm officially the right hand man to Sutty, and you're, you're ageing yourself there with that theme too. That's the. Oh. A- it's 72 now, so Sooty's
3: 72. Oh, is he really? Wow, that's yeah. that's, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, crazy, crazy. You know, my, I grew up with it, my kids grew up with it. They, they love yeah. watching it more on that in a moment. But, uh, I mean, what a great responsibility that is because when you do a gig with Sooty and Sweep and Sue and everybody, there's this great sort of heritage in this tradition. And it's not just that, that you know, you can't just do it for the kids because the parents have an expectation as well. They've grown up with them, haven't they? And the grandparents in some cases...
0: Well, do you know what, that's what makes it a joy to do because yeah. you're right, it was a real, it was a tough job, I mean I took over from Matthew Corbett I've done it for 22 years now but it was virtually an impossible pair of shoes to fill but you're right because everybody grew up with it and I grew up with it of course, um, when you walk out on the stage there is an instant love for it and, and the adults do want you to mm. play a little bit to them and their memories of it so it's an absolute joy of a thing to present I mean I, I, I always still think of it as, 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 as Harry Corbett's creation, I'm, yeah. I'm very much just the, guard, the Temporary guardian even though i've done it for two decades but uh, yeah it's a knockout thing everybody loves sooty sweep and, sue. and they're here right now for you i know it's radio and you can't you can't hear them but, but they're actually here i've got Sweep here. you want Seven will be in a minute so yeah we want to
3: talk you, football uh, with sooty as well and sweep <laughs> yeah, yeah and what's the we... city's view on <coughs> var i'm very yeah. interested
4: in can i ask richard what's the job progression that eventually ends <laughs> up with you being sooty's
0: right-hand man you mean, how did, how did I get the gig, you mean? yeah, How did it happen? Well, you know what? It, it does go back a while. I'll try and keep it short. I was the young magician of the year when I was 15. I'm, I'm 52 now, so it is a long while But I was a young magician of the year. I used to do magic tricks. Yeah. And I was invited onto the Sooty TV show as, um, as as a guest with Matthew Corbett. And I, I was always a huge, geeky fan of the Sooty show. And I, and I kind of, when I was there at the studio, sort of unleashed all of that on everybody. And I think they realised I was very, very into it. And then when Matthew decided to retire 20 years later they they wanted someone to replace him because it was just such a big deal on ITV still is a Mm. really popular show and um they were scratching their brains and Matthew said well what about that lad Richard Cadell you know he you know it needs to be someone who could do magic tricks because that's what it was all about in the the day Harry Corbett was a magician and they got me in and and, um interviewed me and I have to say I cried my eyes out I just couldn't believe it was happening Mm. it's it's like a it was the gig that you'd never think would ever become available. Um, so, uh, twenty years later, I'm still waggling. <laughs> yeah. What's, the, you, what's you, the job interview?
3: What's the job interview for? Sooty? You've got to be prepared to have water sprayed <laughs> yeah. in your face. <laughs> yeah. Don't oh, do. Yeah, it. You've it. got to be. Pre- you know, they must they take you, you through. Prepared. Don't do that, sooty. Sweep. Put that. Don't <laughs> sooty. Don't. And then the next thing you know, you're covered in shaving foam, aren't you?
0: You've got it, and you've got to have the ability to talk to yourself, basically. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Well, yeah, let's can we, can we can we hear from Sweep, field. Richard? You yeah, said he you said he's there, he Sweep's there, and uh, oh, yeah. I know he tends to be the kind of spokesperson for the franchise generally. With because Sooty is uh, a bear of few words, isn't he? Really, so well, he's, um,
0: he's the silent type. But Sweep's
3: yeah. going to talk to you now, and I hope you can understand it. Come on, Come on. He Sweep. There's <laughs> Sweep. Oh, there he is. He never he never changes, does he, Sweep? <laughs> it's, it's always great. Always great to speak to him. Sweep yeah. it. Sweet, can you tell us, um, I've often wondered this, what football team do you support? Is there a team, I mean, I know you alienate the other boys and girls, but is there a team that you follow? Oh, okay. quite, quite a long enough. team. What's Brush your Munch and Gladback. He's looking forward to the game tonight. He's hoping they carve up the match with, uh, with uh, Real Madrid. I think what Sweep said there, my, my, my basic knowledge of Sweep, is that he loves all football teams. He doesn't really right. support, he, he loves the game. He supports England and, he, well, and Britain.
6: That,
3: yeah, well, that, that, is, that is very true. Sweep, um, <laughs> s- Sweep, Sweep, uh, Solskjaer out. Not sitting on the fence there. No, I think he makes the point and it is a bit more complicated than that and there, there will be people that... It's you in the boardroom, isn't it's it? it, it, it yeah. you got to look upstairs. I, as, I definitely as, got Ed Woodward there. You know the language better than yeah. I do. And look, you know, it would be great, if you don't mind, to, just to have a, a quick, just to hear from Sooty very briefly. Uh, <laughs> uh, just you might want to translate. Or, there's Sooty, where is he? Where is he There he is. Yeah, Here he comes. Here he, he comes. Geary, he of course. Yeah. Now, um, Sooty, our um, Al, uh, Max alongside me is a Cambridge United fan. They wear the yellow and black colours. So mm. you, you've leapt to the conclusion that for many years now, Sooty has been a Cambridge United fan because he is effectively he's like a club mascot, isn't it? Absolutely,
4: he? and that is an issue for me because he'll he'll steal the corporate work I get as the only
3: <laughs> Cambridge fan of yeah, note. they'll always turn to yeah. Sooty to ask, you know, should they change the manager? You know, things going. the well, Player of the Year awards Player of the Year. He'll start. Mm. He'll start Start hoovering up that work. So, um, so what is, is Sootie, Can you can you confirm or deny whether Sutty is a Cambridge United fan or not?
0: <laughs> You're asking me to ask him. Well, if well, if I'll, possible, I'll ask yeah. him. I mean, you'll need to answer well, because on, we know he's, that he's got, he's got a bike hooter. He's taking it off his tricycle. So, will so we do, do one for yes, one hoot or two for no. So, ask the question, guys.
3: Uh, yeah, Sutty, are you a Cambridge United fan? I say yes, isn't it? Oh, okay. I just think he's, he's playing the room that he's in at the moment. Great to Talking of which, you are in Panto, uh, aren't you, with you and Sooty and the gang, um, with <laughs> Craig Revel Hallwood. And, and uh, this is good. It's a socially distance uh, Panto. This is a nice idea. It's good to have Panto back, isn't it? Oh, do
0: you know, it's, it's great. Because, it, it, uh, yeah, we've missed it. And I think people just want to get back out and mm. to do stuff yeah. where it's safe to do stuff. <clears> so. so we're in Woking at the Victoria Theatre. In Robin Hood, um, sooty and sweet and lots of magic and, and a lot of laughs and all socially distanced, which is quite tricky for me, obviously, with sooty because um, my arm's only like two foot long, so yes. I'll have to just
3: <laughs> I noticed a while back we used to do a roundup every Christmas Andy and I would do a round-up of who was doing a panto in your area and we noticed Sooty would often do more than one panto and we worked on the basis because it's not it's impossible there's more than one Sooty we worked on the basis that you had an incredibly fast car or he travelled by drone sometimes he'd, sometimes he'd be in Lower Stoffed, or he'd be in Darlington or he'd be in Bradford and he'd be in Truro and I'd think how does he work yeah. all those places on the same night what a gift it is
0: it was incredible. Never on stage at the same time, though. It was a yeah. great military operation to get yeah. him on and off. Yeah, but this now, year I can assure you, he's he's only in 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 woking um, uh, during the Christmas period. Yeah, there's just just the one of him.
3: Now you might want to cover and um, uh, sweeten um, Sooty's ears for this. I hope not. I mean, it's it's it, it, But this we're going to play one of the other tunes when Matthew was doing the show. This is the memory I have of my eldest son watching Sooty. This was the song that went out on the TV show. There'll be Fungalore with the Terrible Four. Just be and see. <laughs> so- Sooty and Company, they used to sing. And my, <clears throat> my oldest Sooty and land. That's it, That's Sooty. The There'll be Fungalore with the Terrible Four. When my oldest boy was just about sort of 18 months ish, a little bit older, he would sing the song. He loved it. He'd watch this video back to back and he'd sing the song. But he misheard the lyrics. So he would sing it. And we couldn't get him out of it. And I, I, what he used to sing was, there'll be fun galore with a terrible whore. Yeah, oh,
4: <laughs> wow. <laughs> At 18 months? Uh, yeah. So, Wowzers. of course,
3: people would hear him singing it, and they'd start <laughs> laughing, and they thought, oh, this is going down well. This is uh, this is going down well. So I think I may have just been dumped, actually. I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, it's a word in the English language, um, but you may... okay With We've... Uh, okay. Like, like any commentator,
4: if you did hear any agricultural language, I can only well, apologise it's, for... it's not agricultural... <laughs> no, I, I agree it's, with you.
3: But it's, it's the great misheard lyrics that kids... Uh, sweep sounds a bit shocked... <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we got him out of that. He still doesn't do it. He's a bit older now. He's, he's got out of the habit. <laughs> <Good>. So, um, <laughs> Richard, uh, lovely to talk to sure you. Thank research. you for bringing Sooty and Sweep and the gang uh, to us. And best of it's luck with pleasure. the best of luck with the Panto.
0: And thanks, because I often hear that old signature tune. In fact, I hear it very regularly. I'm yeah. never going to hear it the same way again. So no. thanks for giving me that. <laughs> That's right. You
3: see, it's always going to be like that. Next time you, you look at... Roland Rat's Ears as well. That one ever, That's another story. Um, so there we are. Uh, you can catch it. Um, it's going to be at uh, Woking's New Victoria Theatre. Then it moves to the Alexander in Birmingham. And uh, then it heads to Bristol Hippodrome for a February run. So go and check it out. Craig Revel Horwood, Sooty, Richard and the gang. Yeah, Mark says this Sooty interview
4: on uh, Hawksby and Jacobs Radio Gold Awards incoming. Luke, out in the car. Popped out in the car for the first time in a month. Sooty's on Hawksby and Jacobs. 20 and 20. Just got better. Your careers have peaked, says Kevin. <laughs> yeah. You two may as well retire now after interviewing City and Sweep live on radio. The Hawksby
2: and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport.
3: So there we are. That was this afternoon's show. You don't often hear Sooty on the radio, and to be fair, you didn't today. But um, it wasn't bad. Well, look, I, I, I quite enjoyed myself today. I wouldn't, I'd give it a solid four out of ten, like most of our shows. No, thanks for listening, and we will catch up with you tomorrow when Andy will be back to uh,
2: give us a birthday spread. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport.